Guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Okay, we're back for part two of our interview with Christopher P. Brown. Just as a reminder, Christopher is a former preschool and kindergarten and first grade teacher and the author of Ready for Kindergarten. So without further ado, here's Christopher P. Brown. At this point, I'd like to switch modes because I heard you talk about understanding of what deficits are and not harping so much on those. For sure. But the positive aspects of the child and letting the teacher know because we all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. Uh, to harp on the weaknesses rather than to, uh, you know, to put emphasis on the giftings that the child has. Yes. That to me, that seems more important. What What are your thoughts on that? I think you raise a really good point. I think something that I do with the teachers I work with is I, we don't talk about weaknesses. We talk about growth areas. I know that sounds little, but it's a quick flip. And, no, it's not little. It's not little. <laughs> That's major. That's major. Keep, keep on. Keep on. We all have, and then my point to them is we all have growth areas. I have many growth areas. You can talk to my wife. <laughs> She'll give you plenty. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when we start to recognize that we're all learners, we're always changing, we're always developing, we're always trying to get better, it takes away the pressure from the conversation. These are five-year-old kids. We have to help them be successful in the classroom. And we know that kids learn when they're in an environment where they feel supported, where they feel like they can accomplish what's being asked of them, and where they feel like they have intention, they want to do what we're asking them to do. I sometimes worry schools, and sometimes parents, I've done this myself, is we force things onto kids. And when we do that, they're not going to pick up on what we want to pick up from it. So we have to take a step back and rethink how can we approach this learning situation to help them feel like they can accomplish it. They can feel like they have some choice in that matter and they feel like they're being supported. Um, when we start to threaten kids or threaten each other, that shuts everything down. So in these choices, uh, getting our kids to make good choices, getting them to be effective learners, uh, motivating them, what are some things that uh, parents, mom, dads, guardians can do Sure. to help their child in these areas? Well, I think one, a simple thing that doesn't involve you always is giving kids space to explore and investigate and learn about the world. Um, making messes, you know, getting dirty. All those things really matter. Um, the other part is, as a parent, is being there sometimes by their side and, and, and questioning the world with them, listening to their ideas and thoughts and helping push them forward rather than just giving them a yes, no answer or a simple explanation, you know, experiment with them so that they can see that they can make these discoveries on their own. Um, and then when there is failure or kids are set back, be there to support them, pick them up and say, it's okay. How, what happened? What went wrong? How can we learn from this and move forward? Because if you don't learn how to fail, you're never going to be successful. <laughs> That's just part of the process. Amen. Uh, you know, Chris, the, for many of us, not just children, oh, for sure. For a lot of us adults, you know, we we fail and we we think that's the, that's the end, and we'll never try something again because we fail. Uh, you know, who was it? Edison said, you know, we said, well, hey, I, I I've spent thousands and thousands of ways not learning not uh, learning how not to make a light bulb, right? right. And uh, until he was eventually successful in making a light bulb. Yeah. 
Yeah. We parents, we we make mistakes and, and uh, we we fall down. But you know, as Maxwell says, we gotta fail forward for sure and learn from our experiences. But see, we're older. You got a five, six, seven, eight, nine, even teenagers when they fail, they don't have the experience that we have. Yeah. And a lot of times, they they can tend to, if left to their own devices, think, "Well, I'm not any good." For I sure. should try this again, even though they may have giftings for it, simply because they don't know how to fail forward. So how can we encourage as parents our children to fail forward? One, we can talk about it, talk about our own failures, give them some examples and stories about our life growing up where oh, we failed. So and the second one is to fail in front of them. It may be intentional, but make mistakes. Get up, brush yourself off and show how you correct it. I think kids learn a lot by just watching what we do on a daily basis. And that's something, you know, as we all have trouble with failure. I'm not going to say I'm perfect, um, but, you know, think about, how, <laughs> think about how we react in that moment, pick ourselves up and move forward and talking to our children about it. I think so much of learning for kids with their family members is just being engaged in a conversation. And so with failure, you know, telling about if something happens at work where you failed, telling your child about it in a way that they can understand, tell them how you felt. Maybe your face got hot or you felt just really sad at that moment. And then what you did from then on, you go, but it's okay. I'm going to learn from this and move forward. And this is what I did. And I think that that would help to get kids to talk to you about their own failures. You got to say, Hey, you know, you just saw the way daddy did this. That's not what you do. <laughs> We're yeah. going to have to do it in a totally different way, okay, in order to get them to come tell you and say, you know what, this this is an area where I, I, I fell down at, and, and to have that openness. I remember as a boy, well, not so much as a boy, as a young college student with my dad, man, I wasn't doing well in college at all. Matter of fact, I was just wasting money, and I needed to grow up, and I went, and I talked to my dad, and I told him what was going on and that I wanted to join the Navy and kind of grow up a little bit and then uh, go back with uh, a higher level of maturity. And my dad didn't put me down. He didn't dog, you know, dog me out or anything like that. He was very supportive. I understand. I see where you failed here, but I believe in you. Let me help you out here. And I went on to become a, a Naval officer, you know, definitely graduated college. I now have a master's degree. And I think a lot of that came out of him uh, making himself available to me to be able to go to and say, hey, I failed. And, and then him pointing me in the right direction. Well, it sounds like you also had a solution and he didn't put you down for that solution. He encouraged you. Oh, that's, I, that's good. That's good. I think I think we as parents, and this is something I struggled with when I first was a young, young parent, is rather than, you know, I wanted to correct the issue for my child and just tell them what to do. I think we have to take a step back and it's hard and listen to the child's thinking about the situation. That gives us so much more information. And it also helps build that trust with them so that they can come to us even when they're struggling and they may not have the words or the thoughts to work through something, but they want us to help them in a process where we're not going to tell them what to do, but rather work through those ideas that they have on their own. And as the older they get, more and more opportunities to do that, because as you and I know, if the person voices it themselves, okay, it's going to be much easier 
for them to stay on track than if you gave it to them because it's just something about it coming out of the individual and saying, okay, I I think this is the way that I want to go. And the other person, the, the mom, the dad, the guardian coming alongside of them and say, you know what? I'm going to support you in that. That's not the way I would do it, but that way can work. So you know what? I'm going to support you in that. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point for sure. Well, Chris, I'm going to tell you, man, you, you've given us a, a lot to think about today. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out to my podcast and talk to my parents. Uh, before we head out, tell me a little bit about your book, the, the title. Where can my parents find so I have it right here. <laughs> it's called uh, Ready for Kindergarten. That's the, the main title. And then it's called Free Yourself from the Readiness Trap so that you and your child are ready for and will succeed in kindergarten. If you go on Amazon, type in uh, kindergarten and my name, it'll come up. And so um, the book itself is for parents who are, you know, have young children who might be struggling with this idea of sending their child to kindergarten because there's a lot of misinformation around that whole process. And so in the book, what I do is talk about my own experiences as a parent, as a teacher, talk about why we're so focused on kindergarten readiness, and then help them think about who their child is and what they might want to do. And then the second half of the book talks about what kindergarten's like today to give them some, to prepare them for that environment so that they can be successful in it. But I think the main point I make at the end is, you know your kids better than anybody else. And the biggest thing to do is to try to make kindergarten a fun year and celebrate it. Because if you can get your kids excited about school at a young age, it gets so much easier um, as they go through the process. And, and I think, you know, leadership, being a parent, being being there for your child and listening is just so important within that process and being their advocate. I mean, you are your child's greatest advocate. And that's something you always have to think about as you go forward. Yeah. So you see me sitting here shaking my head. That, that is so, so true. Well, moms, dads, guardians, I'm going to put a link to Chris's book in Thank the you, show description so that you can easily find it. I highly suggest that you go out and get this book, particularly you parents with young kids in school. I well, appreciate that, Stan. I really do. And I, I, those of you that have older children, you have friends who have younger kids, be their advocates as they go forward. Hey, that's a awesome advice, parents. I, I ask you to take that to heart. Well, we've come to the end of this particular episode. Bob's and dads, as always, I want to challenge you to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless. <laughs>